Well, it is going to be a tense couple of days for Carl Tiefenbacher as he awaits the final count from the weekend's by-election in Wellington City Council's Lambton Ward. Mr Tiefenbacher was leading his Green Party rival by 624 votes on the night. That has closed significantly since then, though. Regardless of the end result, it does make for a big swing away from what has been a hefty Green majority in the ward and an uptick for an independent centrist candidate. Carl Tiffenbacher joins us now. Kelda, good morning. Hi, Ingrid. How are you? Uh, very well, thanks. What is your understanding of the latest in terms of the votes coming in? What is the margin sitting at now? Oh, pretty much, pretty much as you have it. It's just under 200 coming in. I think with about 590 or something left to be counted. Um, yeah, so I'm probably much at the same place as what everyone else is. When will you know the final result? Well, we've been told Wednesday. I'm hoping that we don't have to wait quite that long, but um, Wednesday at the latest should be the final final. Are you surprised by the results so far? Uh, not really. We knew it would be tight. I mean, to be honest, we we were quite confident that, you know, if enough people voted, we would uh, quite easily have votes because the reality is I think Wellington is ready for a change, and that's certainly what we're seeing with the numbers that have come through so far. Um, unfortunately, though, the low voter turnout is really... Um, putting it in the, in the danger zone, really. What made you think Wellingtonians were ready for a change, given they have had, the, the Green candidate has had a, a big majority in that ward traditionally? Oh, I think when you start speaking to people, Ingrid, I mean, you don't have to look far to see that Wellington has been on the a decline for a while since we've had a, a Green-led council. Um, and people are, people are really quite annoyed, to be honest. I mean, there's a lot of really passionate people out there. As I said, to me, the biggest disappointment is that 75% of people haven't voted because I think if they did, if they're annoyed at what is happening in Wellington, and most people are, um, we'd, we'd see the right people be voted. And at the moment, you know, it's, it's, it's either me or it's a 24-year-old from Ashurst and who's lived, who doesn't even live in the ward, and yet the Greens can still, you know, get enough aching-year-old students who probably don't even live in the city to vote when they come down here just for a uni year. So what is your approach then? Obviously water, a big issue in the city. Uh, how would you fix that? How would you fund the fixing of that? Well, the reality is we're still spending a lot of money that we don't have on things we don't need. If you look at the Golden Mile project, that's, that's a massive amount of money. That's like probably close to $70 million that the council are going to put into it. It's you know a loss of car park revenue, it's clogging our streets, so they'll then introduce congestion tax. So there's, lot, there's lots of ways we can save money. You know, one of the biggest ones for me at the moment is they're looking at introducing organic composting bins, which is an, a massive a massive cost, like $32 million that they'll have to raise to put into that just to buy the bins. It involves a 2% increase to our rates to operate them. And we're going to have to truck all our compost after, after Levin because we don't have a composting facility in Wellington. So as a carbon emission scheme, it's just ridiculous. So, you know, these, these really silly decisions that we're still doing and all that money that we're taking away from, from anything could be put into pipes, but instead it's been put into projects that really just make no sense at all. Would you include the town hall in that? Uh, I don't know the numbers around what we have yet to spend. The problem with the town hall is we've already chucked, you know, a couple of hundred million plus into it. We really need to know what could we do to, to, to actually open the thing or how much have we left to spend. Because, you, you know, what, what's the alternative? If we have $50 million to spend and instead we have to rip it down or we have a building sitting there doing nothing, you can't make a decision on, on what you would do with that until you actually know where we actually sit. And I don't think we know enough about that to make a firm decision. But you would opt towards cutting services rather than raising rates? 
No, no, no. I, don't, I think the problem is we have been cutting services. You know, we've, we've cut a whole lot of services. We're going away from regular maintenance to uh, reactive maintenance on, on many things, and they've already voted that over recent times. The problem isn't so much what we are, our services. The problem is we're actually taking money away that we've been depreciating on the pipes and we're putting it into other projects. And we've been doing that for year after year after year. And the council keeps saying we're focused on the pipes, yet they keep on doing exactly the same things. So we have quite a bit of money available to us if we stop spending it on the wrong projects, not services, new projects I'm talking about. Are you a fan of cycleways? No, not really. I think they've, uh, you know, I think they've, the reality is we have poorly designed cycleways that were designed to stop cars, not to help cyclists. I drive to work every day and I'm really impressed with the amount of people that cycle and, uh, you know, to work. But the reality is I drive up Tory Street where there's no cycleways and coming down is at least 10 cyclists every time I go there and I go, wow, that's awesome. But they can ride whether there's a cycleway or not, obviously, because they're choosing to do that right there. Okay. Well, we'll, we will uh, wait for those final results through on uh, Wednesday. That was uh, Carl Tiffenbacher.